Hallelujah. Oh, somebody make a joyful noise to the Lord. Praise God. Don't it feel good to praise the Lord? Somebody said, well, preacher, can you prove to me they made all that kind of racket in the Bible? I said, can you prove to me they didn't? Shout unto God has a different uh, meaning to me, I guess, maybe than some. I never read anywhere where he said, whisper to the Lord. Hey, I know there's times we do. Don't get me wrong. There's times when we pray, and it's just a soft voice. And I know that we will hear him in a still, small voice. But there are times when things need to fall down. And he said, now you've been walking by faith. Lift up a shout. And watch some things start falling. Yeah? There's some times when we get desperate and we need a miracle and we start crying out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So I believe it's just all right to lift up your voice like a trumpet. I believe it's all right. To shout to God with the voice of triumph. God's made his people victorious. I've heard it said, I've said it here, but we don't fight for victory, but we fight from victory. Because thanks be to God who gives us the victory. He's already given it to us. He didn't say you wouldn't have to go on out there, be in the middle of it, but just know you're going to win. Just know you're going to win. Amen. Give him another hand clap. Lift your voice to him one more time. It's time for the word of the Lord. It's time to hear from the Holy Ghost in this house today. Son, come on. Brother Jake's preaching for us this morning. Let's give the Lord a hand as he comes. Give a shout to God. Just continue to give it to the Lord right now. Don't slow down just because I'm up here. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Don't shout just because. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. This is what victorious people sound like. Defeated people don't make this kind of noise. Defeated people don't do this kind of thing. We got victory. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you. The enemy wanted to stop this service before we could even get going today. I'm telling you, I've got a word from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord spoke to me uh, the other night in a way that he often does while I'm trying to sleep. I guess he knows how much I love sleep, and so... Living sacrifice. Lord spoke to me and I have a word for us. This will be 
this is for somebody today. I'm just going to prophesy from the Word of God. Come on now, come on. Speak it over you. But the enemy wanted to stop you from being able to receive this Word before we even got started today. Will somebody lift your hands with me right now and take authority in the Holy Ghost? You know what? You don't have to take it. You already have it. Use the authority that you have in the Holy Ghost. Speak. Every chain be broken. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost destroy every yoke of bondage in the name of Jesus. Lord, if our minds are distracted, if our hearts are somewhere else, God, get us right here, right now. Speak to your people today in the name of Jesus. I rebuke and bind and curse the enemy in the name of Jesus. There is freedom and liberty in this house. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, clap your hands to the Lord. And one more time, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. I feel my help right now. Woo, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Woo. Isaiah 43, verse 19. One verse to start us off. Behold, I will do a new thing. Come on. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The thought that I want to talk to you about today is what lies beyond the end. I'm just going to speak to you for just a couple minutes today. Receive it. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for what you've done already. Lord, we're open, ready to receive from your word right now. Give us ears to hear. Let us be led. Lord, be sensitive to your spirit today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Everybody said, in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I've been telling, I've said it in several of our prayer meetings, classes here recently, I feel like that there is something that God is doing just underneath the surface. We go through seasons as, as individuals and we go through seasons as a church, as a body. And I feel right now that we're in one of those places that God is working beneath the surface preparing some things and we're about to see it spring forth i feel that in the holy ghost i feel that there that there is a, a opportunity for a harvest and to win souls and to do things for god like we've never seen before i feel like we're just on the edge of it but we might have to come to the end of some things first And the Lord is showing us. He says, I'll do a new thing. He asks, shall you not know it? We've got to be able to recognize it. We've got to be able to know it when the Lord is ready to do something new. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Lord is showing us here that He does work in impossible situations. 
He works in the wilderness. He works in the desert. He works in lion's dens. He works in fiery furnaces. Places that you get lost in. Places that you lose your way and die in. That you get turned around in. How can there be refuge and safety in the wilderness? Where are the rivers running in the desert? To get right to my point today, the Lord proves time and time again that He does His best work in wilderness and in deserts. In places of finality, places of of finality are, are to us, they're not final with God. The end of the road to us is not the end of the road with God. If you heard it before, I'm telling you again, the end to us is not the end to God. When it looks like my options have run out and my resources are depleted and my sense of direction is gone and I'm all out of ideas and and I'm all turned around and I'm all out of answers and I see nothing but hot sand all around me. God is ready to work. He's saying, I'm ready to do a new thing. If you'll just look to me and not look at the desert. Don't look at the situation and how final it looks. Look to me because I'm ready to do a new thing. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. He knows that you've come to a point. He knows that you've come to a point where you just don't see anything else to look forward to. I'm talking to somebody today. You don't have anything in your sights uh, to give you any sense of direction or any sense of purpose. But if you'll remember that He is leading and you are following and I am following, if you'll recognize that the Lord is ready to take you to what lies beyond the end, He said, I'm going to do a new thing. It's about to spring forth. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost Church, you need to hear this right now. The Lord's about to do a new thing. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, you need to hear it. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, the Lord is getting ready to do a new thing. But we've got to know it. I feel it like fire shut up in my bones. I'm telling you, the Lord's been speaking. The Lord's been moving. He's getting ready to do something new. Will you not know it? Can we not recognize that at the end of my road and at the end of my rope and at the end of my wits is the beginning of my miracle? And I feel like today that the Lord wants to speak to some people that you're at a point and you can't see uh, nothing else around you except the place that you're in. No sense of direction. Nothing to look forward to. Just, just daily, just uh, routine, just drudgery. Just, uh, this is where I'm at. No answers how to navigate it. Don't know which door to go through next. And you're asking somebody, I'm telling you, I know this in the Holy Ghost. Somebody saying, is this all that's left for me? Have I, has, has my progress come to a halt? What about the things I felt like that God promised me and uh, the promises I held on to and the things that I look forward to? I want to tell you simply that when you feel like you've come to the end, God will take you to what lies beyond the end. Because there is something that lies beyond the end. Because the end to us is not the end to Him. There is no set of circumstances that can stop God from being God. The Red Sea looked like the end of the road, but God parted those waters. And there was a a promised land beyond that Red Sea. 
the den of lions looked pretty final, but there was a promotion on the other side. The fiery furnace looked like the end, but there was salvation on the other side. Four days dead, Lazarus looked like his story was over, but then we see him at the table with Jesus. When they said Jairus' daughter was dead, Jesus said, no, there's something beyond the end. She's only sleeping. And what's more final than a cross? What's more final than a tomb? But Jesus knew these were only stepping stones to something new, to a new covenant, to a new church, to a new victory, to a new salvation. I tell you that Jesus builds again the waste places. I'm telling you, if, if, you're waiting, if you're waiting on a time to get with me, now's the time. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to somebody who's twiddling the thumbs on the pew right now, saying God's not speaking to me. I'm telling you, God's speaking to you. I'm telling you, the one that the fire's gone out, and there's nothing but cold ash left in your soul. I'm telling you that there's something beyond. There's something more, and God is in this place today to shake you and stir you and give you life again. Jesus builds again the waste places. Jesus is a restorer. Jesus is a healer. Jesus mends the broken. Jesus makes all things new. I'm telling you that wilderness does not confuse him. Deserts do not tire him. Impossible situations do not intimidate him. He sees past what you can see in front of you. He sees what you can't see, and He knows what you don't know. He understands all when I understand nothing. God sometimes has to bring us to what looks like the end. It has to be that way sometimes. It has to be that way sometimes. But we only think it's the end because we can't see what lies beyond it. But God can see. God can see. Listen, the most important end that God can bring us to is the end of ourselves. And I feel like the Lord wants to speak specifically to somebody today. You need to understand that. Today, God wants to bring you to the end of yourself. If you feel like my progress has halted, You've got to let God bring you to the end of yourself, of your ways, of your plans, of your ideas, of your way of thinking. I know that's hard. I know that's tough because we like to hold on as tight as we can. And we like to have as much control as we can have. But I'm telling somebody today, you've got to, it doesn't matter the reasons or how you justify it or how you look at it. Somebody, the Lord's telling you, you've got to come to the end of yourself. Come to the end of your goals and your plans and what you thought was going to happen. Come to the end of, of your ways, of doing it your way. I'm telling you. Because there is something, there, there is somewhere beyond that the Lord wants to take you. And I know that I'm speaking to somebody today. There is something beyond it. There is something beyond the end of yourself. The Lord's pulling at somebody right now. Jesus said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Don't be afraid if it looks like the end because Jesus is going to be there. And He's going to take you to what lies beyond the end. 
It might be the end of a season. Sometimes we got to get to the end of a season, but guess what? Seasons change. It might be the end of an era. It might be the end of your rope. It might be the end of your wits. It might be the end of your money. It might be the end of your resources. It might be the end of your answers. You might not see anything else, and you might not know where to turn. But I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost that there is more. But this is what the Lord wants to say. Don't look for more somewhere else. God's got more for you. Don't look for more somewhere else. Don't look for more in other things. Even if you're still coming to church. Even if you still you ain't backslid, but you're just looking for that, that fulfillment and those answers somewhere else. I'm telling you, in these altars today, you can find more. I'm telling somebody, if this ain't for you, I'm sorry. You'll get to go eat as soon as we're done. But somebody is holding on to the end of their rope. And somebody is just about at the end of their self and needs to know that you can find more. You can find what lies beyond in this sanctuary right now. Somebody just lift your hands right now. Everybody do it. So We're not singling anybody out. But somebody needs to just take a moment and receive this. I'm telling you, the Lord's got more for you. The Lord does have more for you. You don't have to let go of your dreams. You don't have to let go of your hope. You don't have to let go of the things that you know God laid in your heart because it's still there. It just lies beyond the end of something. I feel like like we're, we're just about in a place already. Could you stand to your feet and lift your hands? Music can come if you want to, but just take another minute right now. I feel like I don't have to, I don't have to say a bunch more. I feel like we're in a place right now. Somebody's ready. Somebody's ready. I don't need to preach for a long time. Somebody's ready right now. I'm telling you. Listen, you don't really come to the end. You can only stop in the middle. But don't stop. Until the trumpet sounds or you take your last breath, don't stop. And even then, there is eternal glory that lies beyond the end of all that's natural. God always has something beyond the end. But don't stop looking for the salvation of the Lord. And don't stop putting your expectation in God. And I'm telling somebody that looks fine on the outside, but on the inside is holding on by the last thread of that last little bit of rope. Somebody that's just about at the end. I'm telling you, the Lord will bring you to the end sometimes. Because there's something that lies beyond it. Jesus will take you to what lies beyond the end. I don't think I have to go. I don't think I have to keep keep preaching. Is anybody ready today? Again, visitors, I love you. I'm sorry for blowing your eardrums out. I'm passionate because the Lord has given me a word that I know somebody needs in this house today. 
And I'm passionate about it because I want somebody to receive their deliverance. I want somebody to receive their blessing. I don't want want you to let Jesus pass you by. And if you feel like, well, this, this isn't for me today, well, it will be at some point. And what I ask you today before we come to these altars is if you feel like that maybe this isn't just specifically for me, why don't you find a brother or a sister and pray with them? We need, to, we need to, to learn how to minister to one another in the altars. We need to learn how to pray with our brothers and sisters. And if I don't need it, I'm just going to sit in my chair. No, pray with somebody. Because the Lord wants to work in this house, and He's ready to right now. Is anybody ready to find a place in these altars? Or kneel at your chair or wherever you want to. But is anybody ready right now to let the Lord take you? Is anybody ready to receive this word of encouragement today and let the Lord take you to a different place? take you to a different level because it's for somebody today I tell you I'm not just preaching just to preach I have a mandate from the Lord to tell somebody today somebody's going to be somebody's going to find their hope somebody's going to find the refreshing that they need today the Lord's got more for you
praying. Don't stop praying. I want to tell you though, the Lord has been speaking here recently, and God has got us in a at a point of, of preparation. I'm telling you, I told you before, God's doing some things under the surface. You might not understand. Maybe you look and you don't understand what some people need today. And you don't understand why they might pray the way they pray. I'm telling you, God is doing something in us. And God has something for you. This is why I'm telling you. Because God wants us all involved. God wants us all to be a part of what He's doing in this body. And what He's going to do outside of these walls. And so I'm giving you another opportunity today. The Lord's arms are open. If you need something from the Lord today, if you need Him to to take you to a new level, then why don't you lift your hands and receive it right now? These altars are still open. If you need something from the Lord, if you just need a refreshing, ask Him for it and He'll do it. He's got something for you today. Let's continue to pray for just another few minutes.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the scripture, you'll find where after Jesus would deliver someone, heal them, deliver them, cast out spirits, but whatever the miracle was, they would, people would say, we have never seen it like this before. In other words, we've never seen, this is new. We've never seen this happen. We, you know, there, there was a man who had a legion of devils, and they watched him for whatever length of time he was possessed. They just watched him go through it. Nothing was happening. The woman with the issue of blood, people that knew her for 12 years, they watched her just get worse. And, and with each situation that we see in Scripture, we just see that people's lives were continuing with whatever they were going through until Jesus stepped in and began to heal and deliver and blinded eyes began to be opened and the lame began to leap and the deaf could hear and speak. And, and just, oh, we've never, this is a new thing. We've never seen it or heard it like this before. I feel like we need to catch this, what he was saying today on this level as well, that, listen, you're just used to being a punching bag for the enemy. You're just used to being, you know, kicked around and pushed around by your trial, by your test, even by your own flesh. You just can't seem to get it uh, wrestled under subjection. But the Bible tells me that we have received power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And that through the Spirit, we can put our flesh under subjection. We can destroy the works of the flesh so we can get that under control. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. It's about time you start realizing and telling your situation, telling your problem, telling your enemy, hey, there's a, there's a new way, there's a new thing happening now. I'm not being pushed around. I'm not going to be beat down. I'm not going to be shoved into a corner. I'm not going to be burnt out by stress and depression and, and worry and anxiety and fear. But, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start standing on the power that I have within me. And there's a new thing going to start happening. God's about to start doing a new thing through the power that worketh in me. I'm going to start putting my flesh under subjection. I'm going to start putting the enemy under subjection. I'm, I'm going to start walking in the power and the spirit. And there's going to be a new thing. My days are going to be better. My day is going to be brighter. Does it mean you won't have a trial or test? Oh, no. But you're going to walk through it instead of dying in it. Hello. Come on, somebody. You're going to walk through it. You're going to get out of it. Come on. You need to believe that. God's going to start. I'm going to start being the way God intended his people to be. More than conquerors, overcomers, victorious. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, somebody. Now give him a hand clap and a shout. If you believe you're going to be better, if you believe you're going to be stronger, come on. Then seal it with a shout. Seal it with some praise. Put that enemy under your feet. Bruise his head today. In Jesus' name. What a wonderful word today. What a tremendous word, son. What a great service today. God's doing some wonderful things. Don't miss it, but just grab all of it you can. Whatever you find to do, do it with your might. 
just serve the Lord with everything in you. Amen. Be at prayer tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. We'll be here. Prodigal prayer. It's going to be a great time to worship and pray and just be blessed in Jesus' name. If you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, come see me today. We can do it today. We can baptize you at prayer meeting. I can baptize you Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Whatever you want. But don't miss that appointment for that water in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be dismissed. We love you.